What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another week and another episode of Unscripted, where we're bringing you professionals from all walks of life. We touch on their backstory, their mindset, and how they navigate through adversity and opposition. I'm your host, Akeem Haynes. This is episode number 100. That's 100. Episode 100. We have hit three digits. So for the 100th episode, what I decided to do was do a Q&A session, right? So what I did was I threw some a Q&A up on Instagram and allowed everybody who follows me over there, I probably should have done it on other platforms, but for next time, maybe for 200, right? But for this episode, we're going to be answering some of the questions that I was asked over there on Instagram. So before we begin, just want to thank each and every single person that continues to tune into the show. It truly does mean a lot. You know, uh, uh, the, the, the podcast space is not an easy space, but whenever I get encouragement from each of you that may just shoot me a message and say, you know what, this episode helped me or something that this person said really helped me keep pushing, right? So when I hear things like that, it helps me want to continue uh, to have guests on and to have great conversation and share it with each of you, our listeners. So I really appreciate everyone that took the time to share their thoughts on the podcast in the first three seasons. And for those who have took the time to leave a rating and review of the show, you know, it, it, it that small act, when I say that every episode, it truly does go a long way in moving the podcast forward. So really do appreciate it for those that have taken the time to do so. If you have not, uh, please do us that small, small favor. It goes a long way. And we are now growing the YouTube channel a little bit more as well, too. So if you are subscribed to the audio platform, then do do me a favor as well and check us out on YouTube, on the YouTube channel as well, too. So let's get over to some of these questions, right? We have nine questions, right? Shouldn't be too long. We're going to roll through it. Question one, who wins a 400 meter race if you ran tomorrow, you or Chanel? That is madness because the answer is me. Like tomorrow? Yeah, it's me. It's me. It's, it's me. Look, Chanel is, 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 is a world-class athlete. Look, she is one of the best in her event, but she not touching me in, in, in a 400 meters. Sorry, love. It's just, it's just what it is. Number two, for someone who wants to start their own podcast, what tips would you give them? This is such a great question. Uh, the first one that I would say is what is the purpose of why you want to do the podcast? Because it's, it's, it's a long game, right? You got to think long term as you're adding value and creating the content and having certain conversations in the short term. So I would first start with saying, what exactly do you want to get out of the podcast that you are creating? The second thing uh, that I would say is, are you willing to be consistent each and every single week? And if you aren't going to be consistent each and every single week or every other week or once a month or once every third week, however that you choose to do it, if you aren't going to be consistent with your show, then you probably shouldn't do it. Because again, as I said, it's a long game and consistency is one of the things that you have to be, especially in podcast form. So uh, those are two things that I would say if you would like more tips and, 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 and advice in that category, then definitely reach out to me, DM me, and I'll see what else that I can add to it. Look, we're flying by here. Number three. 
you are doing a great job with your sports commentary. Hey, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, truly. What are your top five favorite sports? Okay, so to do or to watch? I think you're talking about maybe maybe, maybe to watch. You know what? Let's talk about to do. Five to do. Um, one is football, uh, American football. To do. Two is probably basketball. Three is probably soccer. Four is track. And I don't really have a fifth one. Um, but my favorite sport is actually boxing. But not a lot of people know that, right? So here we go. Here we go. Number four. What lesson did you learn at Barton versus lessons at Alabama? Shout out to everybody in junior college. Shout out to everybody at Barton Community College, one of the best junior colleges in track and field history over there. I stand on that. One of the lessons that I learned at Barton, um, mainly for me when I was there, was just discipline, right? Are you willing to be disciplined in a spot, in an environment where you don't have much to do and in an environment where you can lose yourself because you don't got nothing to do? So you do other things to get yourself maybe into trouble or to get distracted. So for me, Barton really made me be disciplined in the small things, not just on the track, but everything that I did in the school, everything I did uh, on the weekends, but just to be disciplined and not lose sight of the reason why I'm at junior college. And that's do what I got to do to get to another school. Uh, lessons at Alabama, man. Alabama taught me about paying my dues. Right. Because it, 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 it was tough. Right. It was a tough environment in many different ways, especially school wise. You're talking about, you know, at Barton Community College, it's a smaller school. Right. You're going into class and, you know, there's maybe 15, 20, 20 people in your class. But you go to Alabama and I went from having, you know, 20, 30 people in my class in my biggest classes to having 500, 600 people in some of my classes. Right. So it just taught me, man, you have to continue to get up, continue to show up, continue to do all of the things that got you here. Because to, in my opinion, I also didn't have the best uh, track and field side of it career at Alabama for me, in my perspective, but it was all part of paying my dues and paying the process. And when I turned professional, I had a little bit more success in that category, but I had to pay my dues while I was at Barton, while I was at Alabama, so that I could see some of the fruits of that labor as I stepped away from the collegiate scene and uh, went to the professional side of things. Number five, do you give motivational talks to Chanel? That is a violation. That is madness. I, yeah, kind of, <laughs> kind of, kind of, kind of, not really kind of. It's more of like uh, uh, Chanel gets the process of the, the, the life lessons of how I get to a presentation. Right. So, you know, I don't I, I don't give her as much motivational talks as people may think like I don't. Is that how you think my relationship with her is? That's mad. That is madness. It is not it is not like that. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. But no, 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 it's not really like that. It's not really like that. But she does get a lot of talks. She does get a lot of talks. Uh, six. What's been the most challenging thing for you as a Christian man? Wow. Wow. What a question. Um there's a scripture that says, be in the world, but not of the world. And that's been one of the biggest challenges for me that I face, 
because the world is after a whole bunch of different things. And it's not always going to line up with the way how you're righteously called to live your life, right? That means in small things like, you know, not being a person of your word or cutting certain corners or, you know, just certain things like that, where it may not seem like it's a, it may not seem like it's a big thing in the worldly standpoint, right? But being a person who follows Christ, a lot of the small things create the, the, the makeups that help us walk a righteous path. And so, you know, we all know, well, I have never tried to be perfect. I know that I've fallen short of the mark a bunch of different times in my life. Uh, but being constantly reminded that how you live your life with morals and integrity and character is not always going to get you to the area or the season that you want to get to as quickly as you would if you were not being a, poor, a person of morals, values, and character, right? So that's one of the things that, that has been challenging for me, um, you know, because, you know, we, we, we can all look and compare people's lives and, and think to ourselves, man, how did they get to that point? How did they get there, right? But we don't know the full story of it, you know, a lot of times, you know, uh, you know, that saying by any means necessary, that is a real saying. And a lot of times by any means necessary means I may compromise who I am to get a result of what I want. And I'm, I'm just not willing to compromise my morals, integrity, and the things that I believe is valuable to me and the direction that I'm trying to walk a righteous path. So, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's always going to be a work. And um, we're always going to be challenged in that manner as uh, Christian people. Number seven, who do you think would win versus Spence and Crawford? Why do people do this to me? Like, that's madness right now. Like, we don't have to go there because the, the fight isn't even signed. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't even know what the fight is happening yet. We want it to happen, right? I want it to happen. And, and, and you asked me this, right? So you want it to happen, right? So, but I can't even really answer that right now because until it happens, I don't want to do no speculations, right? So, but since you asked, <laughs> since you asked, oh, that's mad. Um, mm, it's 50-50 fight. It's a 50-50 fight. It's a 50-50 fight. And I just don't want to pick right now. So, but when we discuss it on point blank, when it does happen, I'll give you a full breakdown, give you a full breakdown. What does your morning routine look like? My, my morning routine, um, I get up at 5.15, uh, 5.15, 5.30, somewhere there. Um, I'm chilling in the bed for like five minutes. I'm not one of those people who can just get out. You know, the alarm goes off and you just get out the bed and just jump out the bed. And you're like, I'm ready for the day. I, maybe you do, but I don't, I don't have that. I take a little bit. So I get out uh, 5.30. Um, recently, what I've been doing, I've trying to be getting trying to do a better job at, you know, meditation and stretching a little bit more. So I kind of incorporate 10 to 15 minutes of that in my mornings. Um, and then around six o'clock, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm usually buckling down. I'm, I'm in the word, I'm in the scripture, um, journaling, just trying to get my spiritual nourishment while the world is asleep. Um, and just trying to get that to start my day. Depending on the day, I may jump into a workout early in the morning 
or I may do some prep for a speaking engagement if I have one. I may do some prep for uh, the show if I got to do it, whether it's podcast, whether it's for unscripted or point blank in the mornings and just prepping for that. And then that's that kind of brings me to my morning, kind of brings me to my morning. Uh, number nine, what helps you get through tough times? Honestly, it has really been my foundation, my foundation and the good people around me. You know, I don't have a ton of people around me, right? But the ones that I do, you know, uh, if, if someone sends me a message, maybe I haven't spoken to this person in a while or a person in my circle and they send me a message, you know, of encouragement just out of nowhere. It doesn't happen a lot, you know what I'm saying? But when it does, I, I, I really appreciate it, you know, or, or, you know, conversations, uh, with, with, uh, Chanel, you know, she's, she's a very, she's not always going to say a lot, but her words hold weight, especially to me after the journey that we've been through, right? You know, uh, no one, no one knows me as well as her. Uh, so, you know, um, yeah, so that's kind of what helps me. You know, I've, I've, uh, I have a strong foundation. Um, you know, I, I have faith. I trust that, but I also know the history of life, right? Like every season is, has an expiration date and it's not always going to be tough forever. It's not always going to be good forever. It is going to turn. And so I've really tried to do my best to remember that as I go through hard seasons and just say, you know what, Akeem, every single day, do one thing that is going to help you get closer to where you want to get to and just focus on that, right? Because if you can get through today, chances are you can get through tomorrow, right? And if you can get through tomorrow, you can get through the next day. So that's kind of how it is. Um, you may often hear me say, focus on one day at a time, literally, that is all that I can do during tough seasons and hard seasons. I take it one day at a time. Not that I don't think ahead or look ahead, but I don't have the energy to put the next day in front of me when today is looking blurry, right? So that's kind of how I get through it. And that's some of the advice that I would give, right? Every season has an expiration date and know that the season will turn at some point. But if you can focus on what is in front of you today, make the most of today, put all of your efforts into today, push forward through today. And if you can do that today, then chances are you can do that again tomorrow. And if you can do it tomorrow, then you can keep doing that one day at a time and continue pressing forward. Wow, that was all right. Yeah, that was all right. That was all right. So uh, thank you for every single person that has asked a question. Um, I'll do it again at some point. Um, I'll do it on more platforms. So I'll have more questions if people would like to ask. But seriously, um, I also want to thank Victoria for the just coming along the journey as well too. her support and her work. She does all of the audio things, make sure that I sound better than I actually do. And she makes it clear and all of that good stuff that I really appreciate. And I just want to thank her for that. And I also want to thank every person that has taken the time to tune in each and every single week. It truly does mean a lot. If you didn't tune in, you know, we would not be trying to do the podcast and trying to make some things happen. You know, as I said at the beginning on episode one, I want the podcast to be a community of encouragement, right? Where you can come here, get some information, maybe get some jokes, maybe, you know, you may get a little emotional, but when you come here, it is a place that 
will hopefully make your shoulders a little bit lighter if it is feeling a little bit heavy because I don't take your ears and your eyes for granted. So the people that come on the show and everything, every content that we push forward, you know, we do it to the best of our ability uh, because, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't take anything for granted, nor do I take your support for granted. So thank you for listening. Episode 100. We have a great episode coming. So with that being said, thank you again for listening. Thank you for all of your support from day one to episode 100. It truly means a lot to us. And we look forward to what is going to come next. And we thank you. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you next week. Peace.